0: Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to, to work, work they're illegal. with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX.
1: Okay, what a what a sad passing over the weekend. What passing? Gavin McLeod. Oh! Is that the way you say his last name? I've yes. never heard his net last name announced by anybody like on a news program.
0: I think it's McLeod, yeah. Okay. Gavin McLeod. Because it was MacLeod is the way it was spelled. But I, I'm guessing in in I, I, it sounds like it's either Scotch or Welsh. I'm guessing it's McLeod. So, so <laughs> now somebody mentioned he was in Kelly's Heroes. I saw that. Yeah, he was in that. He was also uh, Happy, Ensign Happy, in, on uh, McHale's Navy. Okay, and yeah. then, of course, Murray Slaughter uh-huh. in the Mary Tyler Moore show. Probably. A little before my time, but I, I recognize the show.
1: And uh, and then, of course, he was Captain Merrill Steubing on the Love Boat. Which I'd never watched. I didn't really watch it much either, and I had never heard the name... Well, maybe I had heard the name Merrill for a guy, but that's a very uncommon name. I And I'd never heard Gavin before I heard of Gavin McLeod.
0: Well, you had Merrill Steubing, and then what was the other Merrill? Merrill Lynch? There was a –
1: well, there was Merrill Lynch, but that like sounded like last names put together. But, oh. but there was a an Osmond brother named Merrill, I believe. Merrill which Osmond? Which I think I knew from the cartoon. <laughs>
0: From the cartoon. It <laughs> was an Osmond brothers <laughs> cartoon. I, uh, I'm not sure if if Merrill, if your frame of reference for naming a character Merrill is Merrill Osmond. Uh, I'm not sure you're in good company. I mean, that's a, <laughs> yeah. The Osmonds are creepy. <laughs> yes, yeah, they're, so, like, they're like robotic people. Yeah, so you know, if, you know, I'm not sure I want to be on a boat with a guy like that for ten days. For ten days, <laughs> yeah, He's in control Merrill, of everything. Yeah. Uh, we apologize, to you gentlemen who are named Merrill out there. I just yeah, I had just never yeah. heard
1: that name. It was odd to me. Yeah. And I had never heard get the name Gavin before. I heard of Gavin McCloud, but now that's a fairly common name.
0: And it's my understanding that he was born bald and never changed. Because <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen him with hair. No. I mean, he was even when, when, when McHale's Navy, which was a long time ago. That show, that, that show was shot yeah. in black and white and then eventually flipped over to color when they got a bigger budget, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the Mary Tyler Moore show. He looked exactly the same almost his entire career. Yeah. He probably looked 45 when he was 25. Yes, that's called Abe Vigoda disease. Exactly. Yeah, he yeah, had a serious case of that.
1: Right, then. It's quarter after six. It's Tuesday. Suns are playing tonight at home against the Lakers. Yeah. But the, the thing everybody wants to know is, it's going on two weeks now, is your pool fixed yet? Did nope. they fix your pool pump? No. So you still no. have diatomaceous earth gathering at the bottom of the pool.
0: Yeah, it looks like, uh, looks like Vince Neal's pool with Coke all in the bottom <laughs> of it. Or Allegedly. Somebody spilled off a mirror. Yeah, yeah. It is, uh, it's been going on actually three weeks, Mark. Thanks for noticing. Wow. Uh, yeah, my, uh, the property management company has yet to update me three weeks into it. Uh, the uh, pool service company that, that comes and, and cleans my pool. And the, and the kid that cleans the pool every week is a good kid. You know, he doesn't deserve me. You know what I mean? Well, like, he I,
1: doesn't know how to fix diatomaceous
0: earth yeah, on the I, bottom of the pool. He's just he's just a clerk. I mean, he's, <laughs> a, he's a nice kid. I pull up. And, you know, he knows. Uh, I, I know what day he comes to the house, and he knows about what my work schedule is or if somebody's at the house. Um, you know, he knows it. And when I rolled up, he was leaving the other day, and I was like, hey. uh Ain't word on that uh, on that pool pump, and he just looked at me with like fear in his eyes. He was like, "No, not, sir, no, no, sir. I I, yeah. I don't I don't have an update, man. I just clean the pools." The, w- <laughs> the weird thing is,
1: we we were at a, we we're in Bisbee for the weekend at a, a VRBO, and what are you big time timing me? The the yes the television that was there. You know how you go to somebody else's place and you cannot figure out the remotes because there's like four of them for every TV now. Sure. And it was that kind of situation. All we could get was forensic files. That's all we could get. I wanted some music for the background, you know, just to have on playing yeah. in the house. And all we could get was forensic files. And one of the cases was solved when somebody got drowned and ingested a large number of diatoms. Oh, no. I had never heard the word before. Yes. I was like,
0: diatoms? Wait a second. That's the root word of diatomaceous. Yes, for people that don't know, diatomaceous Earth is uh, a fine cocaine like powder yeah. that is uh that is apparently ground up uh bacteria and from, from like living from, from living beings. And, yeah, and, from and living creatures and stuff and yeah. so forth. It's basically the hot dog. Of pool chemicals. Yeah, it's used in all <laughs> kinds of stuff. It's used in
1: pest control, pool chemicals. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's it's like I, I think an additive for foods and things yeah. like that. There's yeah. all kinds of. Yeah, you're eating it right now. There's all kinds of diatomaceousness going on <laughs> when you're talking about diatomaceous
0: earth. So, yeah. So, I, thought, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting that my pool is still not doing well. I mean, we're only in June. It's not like it's going to get hot. Yeah, so. yeah. But they opened up the public pools in Mesa this oh, weekend. Oh, you know what Can they we, have? Can we? we yeah, yeah, let's do it. I, I don't know about Sorry. other towns, but yeah. the public. Pool. Yeah. They're open in Mesa. And it's cleaner than my pool at this point. Uh this weekend, you know who Kevin Harlan is? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, He's he's, he's got great
1: voice. He's a sportscaster. Yeah. And he's he's always he's goofy too. He and he 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 works well with odd situations.
0: Yeah, he's making a second career out of calling. Fan interactions in games. He's had a couple of different calls uh, this past NFL season where uh, somebody running onto the field. And, you know, he does a play-by-play to it. and has. He's fun to the with five. He's to, yeah, yeah, he's to the ten. Well, as we know, there's been some bad fan behavior in the NBA. Uh, and with the Suns playing the Lakers tonight, they've actually made a, uh, a fan announcement. You know, don't do anything. Don't throw anything. In Boston, Kyrie Irving got a, a, a drink cup thrown at him. And they banned the kid from the garden forever. And arrested him.
1: And the kid who dumped the—I uh, I don't know if it's a kid or not—the guy who dumped the popcorn on Russell Westbrook last week—he's been banned from that arena forever.
0: Yeah. So you, you say to yourself, you know, in basketball, you are closer to the athlete than in any other sport. I would assume. Yeah, pretty um, much. And and when this happens, it can be uh, a little unnerving and yet entertaining at the same time.
1: With the rebound, he's got eleven.
0: My goodness what he is was going on to go out on the floor and the diving tackle by the security
1: <laughs> Redskins better look into hiring that man right there <laughs> what a tackle there by the security we don't know what that fan did but he did something to get tackled like that, well, beautiful. Th- 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 yeah, 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 what he did was go on to the court during the game. <laughs> who's the who's the color analyst there? He doesn't even know what he's watching. Wow. The guy ran on the court during the game and tried to dunk. You know, he was like imitating a dunk. And the security guard just, just came out him, and yeah. tackled the guy. And the, the action was headed down towards that end of the court, too. Yeah,
0: he's, uh, now he was assessed a, a major foul, and he had to go, for the, uh, <laughs> go to the line for two and two. Uh, here's the interesting thing. That color announcer, I imagine, will have to issue uh, an apology a little bit later on for referring to the Washington football team as the Redskins. That's right. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah he did say so. that.
1: All right, so the Suns are in action tonight, taking on the Lakers. And don't yeah, be an like, idiot. Yeah, if you're going to the game, you know, just watch the game. Look, cheer, boo, do it. Don't throw anything. Don't run it. By all means, don't run onto the court because the guys on the court are probably much larger than you. Yeah,
0: I hate LeBron James, too. You know what the ultimate win is? Watching them lose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We we're just talking about um you know fan behavior and so forth. The guy running on the court during last night's it was the Wizards and the 76ers playing in Washington.
0: Yeah. And and uh the announcer said, you know, that there was a great tackle. They should get the Redskins to look into this guy. Uh security guards by the way. Outstanding work. Those guys do a great job at these games when a fan runs onto the field. I don't know how many different NFL stadiums I've been to where there's a streaker at a Super Bowl or something like that. And those guys, it's like they're one moment in time yes, where they can exactly. get on national television yeah. for an amazing hit. Doing what they're paid to do. It's so. only a matter of time before somebody makes a movie about a security guard who tackles a guy and ends up in the NFL. We
1: were so busy on Friday, we didn't get a chance to play this for you, which was uh, Charles Barkley talking about Russell <laughs> Russell Westbrook had the, had the popcorn dumped on him during an NBA playoff game. And Charles Barkley made this uh, suggestion. He has a solution, yeah. I
0: would yeah. expect. You see, y'all guys always get mad when I tell you what NBA rule I would change. Which one is that? I think you should be able to go up in the stands and beat the hell out of one person per game. <laughs> well, I think that's a good rule, Charles. It's, what's What's the current rule, too? <laughs> I, think, I think on the way to the locker room, I should just be able to give Guy five knuckles across the top of his forehead.
1: The, I believe the current rule is you can't commit Assault during the game, I, but maybe they should change. I mean, I think
0: maybe you should be able to just fire
1: the ball at his head. Yeah, he, he's. I mean, he's so funny. He's Teflon. He can pretty
0: much say anything. He can do whatever nothing, he wants. He's the Mu- to him. Muhammad Ali of basketball. So yeah, it's away the, with everything.
1: The, the, the Suns are playing tonight, and uh, hopefully, we don't see any of that stuff with people throwing things. And you know the the Kyrie Irving situation you mentioned. You you mentioned it was, it was actually a water bottle. And if you throw a full water bottle at somebody, yeah, you can, you, can, you know, you hit him in the face, you could break their nose or something like that. I mean, it's not the worst thing that could happen. But because of that, because of things like that, that that guy does, when you go to the arena downtown to a Suns game, if you, if you buy a water, you don't get it in a bottle anymore.
0: Yeah, they pour it in a they cup. They pour it
1: into a cup. And it's kind the struggle is real. It's much easier to keep your
0: water when it's capped. You know, it's yeah. it's much more convenient. And by so. the way, when they, the, the reason they charge $9 a bottle is so that you won't throw it at somebody. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Nine that's, bucks.
1: That's, yeah, I mean, that's. Because of somebody like that at the at the game that Kyrie Irving was playing in, that's why we can't get water in a bottle
0: like we used to. You know, this is the thing. We've been out of the arenas for the better part of a year. You would think we would act a little decorum. It's almost like monkeys let out of the cage for the first time, just throwing stuff around and we're just Right. We can't behave ourselves as human beings. Yeah, by all means don't fling your feces. No around. well uh, tomorrow I think you should be able to fling your feces <laughs> at people. Once per game. Once per game. Just just throw a bunch of poop at someone. We are six minutes late for an amazing concert announcement—one that we've been promoting all weekend long, and one that we should probably give you right now. Woo! No, Ric Flair is not coming to the Valley, <laughs> but that'd be great if he were. Right, but the drama is appropriate. Actually, this is going to be
1: this is going to be great. Downtown, where the Suns are playing the Lakers tonight. Yep, the brand that, new that that building. Yes, yes. They, they renovated the whole thing. It's beautiful. Coming to this town of Phoenix, Arizona on August
0: 30th, it will be Guns N' Roses. And special guest, Mammoth WVH. Now, who's that? You say to yourself, who's Mammoth WVH? Well, that would be Wolfgang Van Halen. The son and former bass player from the band Van Halen has his own band. And it's damn good. Yeah. And that's a damn good double show when we talk about, God, I can't wait for concerts to come back. Guns N' Roses and Mammoth WVH downtown at the Suns Arena. Not bad. August 30th. I'll of, take that. Of this year, 2021. It's not one of these
1: concerts where it's like, yes, we're coming in late 2022. This yeah. is August 30th of 2021. It's just a few months away. Tickets will go on sale Friday now. Or will they? They will. They will. But keep in mind, we will have tickets to give away this morning, probably in about an hour. We'll give away tickets oh, for that. Oh, you tease. And later on this morning, Karen D'Alessandro will be in. Sorry, I said later on this morning. Later on this afternoon, when she does Rock Tales at 3 o'clock, you'll have a chance to win another pair of Guns N' Roses tickets, and that's before they go on sale. All
0: right, so mark off the calendar. When do they go on sale? Friday. When is the show? August 30th, all right? I'm not sure what day of the week that is, but let's hope it's a weekend. Yeah, that's exciting. August 30th of 2021. Concerts are back. It's very, very, very nice to see. Hang on a second. I'm looking right now to see what day that is. It's a Monday! (laughs) Woo! Woohoo! Who cares? It's Guns and Roses yeah. back here in the valley.
1: So, yeah, you've got time to make arrangements now to make it convenient for yourself. So, um, it's interesting, you know, concerts. There, I just saw one concert in Florida. They're having a vaccination tax or a non-vaccination tax. It's eighteen bucks for the show, right? But if you are not vaccinated, it's thousand dollars. This is this is not the Guns and Roses show, by the way. This no, is the, no, no. This is different. The, the band is called Teenage Bottle Rocket.
0: Right. At this show.
1: I would like to meet the numnuts who's
0: paying a thousand
1: dollars to see Teenage Bottle Rocket. Yeah. They could, they're only going to be around for a few years because they'll age out and yes. become young adult Bottle Rocket. They could be. Yeah, then they'll become elderly <laughs> Bottle Rocket. And of course, their warm-up
0: act is Adolescent Roman Candle. Yes. Great band. Eventually, if their career lasts long enough, they'll remain will be only one living member of Bottle Rocket so look forward for that So here we are. Do we have a pair of dumbasses for you today? That we do. All right, then let's do it. All right, well, William Amos from Pontiac,
1: Quebec, Canada. Amos, get in here. This guy's had a little bit of trouble keeping up with technology. He has not grasped the whole Zoom virtual meeting type concept yet that everybody can see you. Okay. <laughs> so this past Wednesday, William was on a Zoom session for work and had to pee. I got so we, pee. So he did. And it was partially visible and totally audible. And this is on the heels of a Zoom session in mid-April when William changed from workout clothing to work clothing in full view. Oh, boy. In full view of all, in full view of everyone. Okay, then. Everyone being the rest of the members of the Canadian House of Commons. Oh, he did it on the floor of the House of Commons, did he? Well, he was at home, but William's a duly elected member of the House of Commons. But after these two incidents, he is temporarily stepping away from his duties huh. when really all he needs to step away from is the camera. Is the camera. Yeah. No, I, 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 I'm I, with you. Yeah. And then we've got Andrew Salenix from Elk Ridge, Maryland. The mid-30s man was out this past Wednesday night at the Triple Nines Bar. Ooh, the Triple Nines. Yeah. All right. Serious buzz going there. Around 1.30 in the morning, though, things turned sour, and Andrew got into a bar fight. Big enough that police needed to be called. Howard County police descended on the bar, cleared the whole place out, except for Andrew, who wasn't done fighting just yet. He didn't mind fighting police either as he laid a kick into one of the cops. (sighs) Strength in numbers, though. Yeah, they overpowered Andrew oh, and, did they? Is and that arrested how that works? him. Yes, yes. and uh, now the question is, what happens to Andrew's job on the nearby Anne Arundel, Maryland
0: police force? Oh no! Yeah, you know, cop on cop violence goes woefully <laughs> underreported. Yep he uh, he's an eight year veteran. Not anymore. He You'd isn't. Think he'd extend a little professional courtesy. He was
1: an eight year veteran. Well. Not that they're not taken seriously. He is, uh, he's is. he been suspended with pay.
0: <laughs> with pay? Right, well, he's got a good yep. union is what he's got yes, there. Yes, he does. Yep, Andrew,
1: Andrew the cop and William the Canadian lawmaker, both Mark and Neanderthal dumbasses of the day. Oh,
0: boy. I don't have my two for Tuesday. Well, there it is. I think those were two beautiful
1: stories you just told. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Dumbass of the Day is brought to you by Arrowhead Harley-Davidson. You can check out the best prices and largest selection of... On pre-owned Harley-Davidson in the Valley at arrowheadharley.com. Uh, earlier this morning, somebody called in, and behind the scenes, we we caught them off guard with this question. All right, let me ask you a question. If you're out to a restaurant and your kid, maybe they're eight or nine years old, and they knock a drink over on the table. Right. What's the kid's responsibility from that point? Yeah, they better clean it up. They better clean it up. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how my mom would do it. Now, here's here's why the question was asked. So, we were down in Bisbee this weekend, and we went over to the Copper Queen Hotel for lunch. Okay. Now, Copper Queen Hotel was built in 1902, that's before Arizona was a state. So it's this legendary It's been a spot. while. Yeah. Now, we had Patch the dog with us, so we had to sit out on the patio. It's an elevated patio just above the street, about six feet above street level. When I say patio, again, it's over 100 years old. To say that the surface is a little uneven is an understatement. Okay? Yeah. It's concrete patio. Right. And, you know, some settling of of contents may have occurred. (laughs) It's all sorts of dips and valleys in this patio. Sure. So we're sitting there, we're having lunch, and a a family sits next to us or near us, and there were six of them. It was two kids, about eight or nine, maybe 10 years old, two young boys, their parents, and a set of grandparents. So six people all together, either the, you know, the mom or the dad's parents were there also. Okay. And the kids got, you know, the parents got around to beers and they're standing at like a... You know, a, a bar table where you stand around it. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a no, stand up, if you will. Yeah, yeah. and and, and, a, and a regular table right next to them that the two kids are sitting at. The kids' table. Yes, and they had Shirley Temple's which is a sticky, a pretty sticky drink, I'm okay. guessing. I think I, there's grenadine in there. I'm not even sure what they put in it. I but, don't know what a,
0: a Shirley Temple is.
1: So, um, Well, actually, it's, it's a virgin drink, so maybe not grenadine, but yeah, I, was I, don't, say, I don't even know what that is. Exactly. You are a horrible parent yeah. you're giving your kids grenadine. I'm thinking something else there, I think. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, these, these kids, at a certain point, you know, they're kind of messing around, as kids do, and one of them knocks the drink over. All right? And it goes all over the place, spills out the edges of the table. It's all over the patio. And like I said... Patio's a little uneven, so it kind of pooled up a little bit in various places. Sure, yeah. But what was amazing to me is that as soon as the kid did it, he just stopped and he sat down and just started, he just looked up in the air. And the parents did absolutely nothing. Instead, the grandparents start scurrying all over the place, grabbing napkins. Oh, he didn't mean it it was an accident. It was, you know, and. Because they have shame. They have self-awareness and shame. And they're doing everything. Meanwhile, like I said, the kid isn't even watching them. He's completely removed himself. It's not of interest to him any longer whatsoever. Now, that annoyed me, and yet it's not his fault. It's the parents' fault.
0: Yeah, they're not making I, him do anything. I, I mean, would say, yeah, I would say that there's I, I don't know if it's a combination of helicopter parenting where, you know, if a kid makes a mistake and you I don't know if you guys did this when you have kids. I don't have kids, so it's but I I will tell you this. The first thing that happens when you make an error like that is you're taught Okay, you know, that's embarrassing. You should probably take care of that. Clean it up. And don't make a mess for other people. Like, even if right. you're in a restaurant, you're a guest in somebody else's home. It's the same manners that are, that are supposed to apply. I wonder if this was a parent that as soon as their kid did something wrong just immediately ran in and cleaned it up so that so the kid just has no self-awareness. But it appears that that skipped a generation because right. it was the grandparents that had to
1: step in. It was so strange that the parents did and said nothing while the grandparents scurried around. Yeah. You know, in a situation like this, like, you know, w- we asked other people, you know, what should you do with the kids? Now, this is a bit extreme. <laughs> Kill them. No, yeah, you, no, don't no do you don't do that. <laughs> that is, but That's a problem. And, and, you know, in fact, you don't, you don't even really – Get mad at the kid no, necessarily it 's an, an accident. these things happen. I mean, the kid could have been screwing around,
0: which sure. led to that that you can get mad at, but but look eight year old nine year old something like that they 're going to do that,
1: but you at least teach them here 's what you do to make things right, and that is begin to help clean up the mess and you know maybe maybe you send the kid inside to ask for a stack of napkins, something
0: yeah to get them involved in making this right for all of the dysfunction that my mom had. When an accident or a mess made that, she basically taught me this is how adults deal with messes. Yeah, They clean it up. Yes, exactly. And and you grab, so you try to, the first thing you try to do is stop the spill from going over the edge of the table and landing on the floor. Do what you have to do to get that. Use your own dinner napkin or whatever to get that done. And then when you can... Quietly go to one of the staff and says, right. "Excuse me, may I have a napkin? I have have yep. had an accident."
1: Yeah. The most important thing is that you basically you're stopping the bleeding first. You stop the spread. Yeah. With with a some sort of napkin perimeter yeah. of some sort. <laughs> Yeah. It's, I say Mara. Mara is my new chant. What is, what is that? Make America responsible Oh, again. no. Response? That's an awful big ask, son. <laughs> That's an awful big I, ask. Questions, comments, criticisms, recipes? 480-470-KSLX. <laughs> yeah, we just talked a few minutes ago about... Sitting at this restaurant in Bisbee and the 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 kid next to us, 10-year-old maybe, spilling the Shirley Temple all over the table. His parents doing nothing. The kid doing
0: nothing. That's so weird, man. It I would was be really embarrassed. Weird. Wouldn't you be like, have you ever had a sense of like you spill something like, oh, my God, I've made of a mistake.
1: The, and I, and I, I'm sure the kid was a little bit embarrassed, but he just kind of like pushed away from the table and just kind of looked up into the air. Didn't care, huh? didn't had no interest in what was happening which was his grandparents
0: were scurrying all over trying to clean things up because there was a time I hate to do this man because I feel like an old guy but I know there was I a know. time when there was a time when your behavior reflected your parents when you were a kid yeah. if you did something like that if you made a, ma- a mess and you didn't well. immediately try to clean it up it reflected poorly upon your parenting skills so imagine you're a kid your grandchild is sitting in front of you he makes a mistake and spills something, and your children, whom you supposedly taught how to clean up and to mm-hmm. be, are completely ignoring it, too. Now, now it makes you look bad as the grandparent. Exactly. Um, the kid's, Someone's going to do something. The kid's behavior was a reflection on his parents. They didn't do anything either. They were mirror reflections of each other. It was, it was insane. And then the grandparents had to yeah. step in and do their thing because they were embarrassed by yes, two, were. Gener- two generations now. of their offspring. You know, if that would have been my kid, the only thing he would have heard would have been that whistling sound in my belt coming out. Know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no. Not have, in a restaurant. Either one you wait till boys. they get home for that. That's crazy. No, 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 no. Both of my kids, I have never had to lay a finger on either <laughs> one of them, but they know God, I'm good and well. You get out of line in a public place and don't mind your manners. Yeah. You're going to answer for it. Right. Yeah. My, mom, my mom would grab my wrist. She'd grab you by the wrist, give you like the little Indian wrist burn, and she'd say through gritted teeth, wait till we get home. Mm,
1: yeah, you know, but, you know, come on now. As Kevin Meaney would say, we're not belt people. How are we spank- spanking the kids with the belt in the restaurant? <laughs> no. That's not right. No, see, you know, in that situation, the kid, listen, Kids are going to knock stuff over. It happens. Sure they are. It depends what they were doing that led up to it. If it's a genuine accident, I mean, how mad should you get at a kid? You can't get that mad. But you can can teach them responsibility in that they have made this mistake. They need to
0: at least assist in making it right and cleaning up. Either way, the mess has to be cleaned up. Right. All right? Either you're going to – what are you going to do? What if – let's just say – because we've got this situation now, with uh, they're having a hard time finding restaurant workers. That, Let's just say the restaurant is overwhelmed right now, and yeah. they don't have a server to clean up. Are you just going to sit there in a puddle <laughs> of your own soda, your own Shirley just, Temple, and just wait that, and yeah. sit there I and mean, just sit there and stare? Somebody's going to have to get this. It's like a it's a it's a war of attrition.
1: You just said two things that I want to comment on. One, the restaurant next door had a sign that said "temporarily closed due to lack of employees." Unbelievable, which blows my mind. Sure, and. At the Copper Queen, the, I felt sorry for the one gal who was bartending, taking food orders, and waiting on tables. She yeah. was the only one there, and she was outmanned. I mean, oh, there's just too many people. And my they call that in the service industry being in the weeds. You're <laughs> in yes, the weeds. She was, my, nobody came to the table, so my wife went inside. She ordered food at the bar, got a couple of beers for us, and brought them out. And you know, said the food's coming. And Probably a half hour goes by. We're talking to some other people there, you know, making conversation. Time's pass, and we're having a good time. And then I realize there's no food hasn't come out yet. And all of a sudden this same waitress, you know, this bartender walks by and goes, um, are you two here just for drinks or did you want to order food? And my wife goes, I already ordered food from you. Oh I boy. even paid you. I settled oh up boy. and tipped you and everything. And she's oh. like, and the way she goes, oh. Let me check on that.
0: Oh, <laughs> so I mean, I, I, I just turned to my wife. I said, "We're never eating lunch today." Again, my my mom made her living as a server, a bartender, a waitress all of her life, and I saw how ragged she was when she came home. Those people work their asses off for tips for the most yeah. part, um, and they're underwater and in the weeds more often than not. So when your kids spill something. Take a moment to grab a napkin and and dab it up a little bit, and then politely, when you get a chance, ask the waitress or waiter, the server, if you will, if you can get some more napkins and do your part to help out a little bit. Exactly, and clean up after your kid.
1: And we did get the food, and it was fine, but I just felt this girl was so overwhelmed. Sure, because maybe somebody didn't show up. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's. uh, It seemed like a lot of people there just for one person. Yeah, that sucks. It was an interesting weekend, anyway. Was just, one of the things that happened also at this table, at the restaurant we were at in uh, in Bisbee, was the waitress came by. It's just the two of us. She's got a a tray with three ta- three plates on it. Oh she goes. Now, did you guys have the, the two burgers and the chef's salad? We're like, nah, it's only two of us here. You've got three plates on there, which could be for us, I suppose. But she was having a hard time. And and the phrase is in the weeds. In the weeds, that's yeah. It, if you're in the in, restaurant yeah, business. In the weeds, that's
0: if that's a it's a sort of a code word for, OK, we've got a, an emergency situation. Like if you walk out to the front and you go to the bar back, you go, hey, man, can we need a little help in the kitchen? They're in the weeds.
1: That's, it's like an emergency. They're in over their heads. Yeah, it's and, an emergency. Yeah, it, mean, it, means, it
0: means emergency.
1: Yeah. Yep, they're behind. Yeah. 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 We, uh, you know, when I ran the counter at Arby's, we never got in the weeds. We uh, it was really <laughs> ship shape. Well,
0: that's, that's why they call it fast food. <laughs> that's right. What's up?
1: Hey, good morning, you guys. I heard you talking about the restaurant business. Yeah. And being in the weeds. I worked in the restaurant business for 19 years. I haven't been in the restaurant for ten years now, and I still have dreams of being in the weeds.
0: Yep, in the weeds, man. I'm in the weeds. Yep,
1: nightmares, and just people just keep coming in, and you just keep getting drinks, and there's (laughs) more people every time you get back out there. That is great, (laughs) thank you, bud. Um, I think we've all had dreams like that. You know, I was at a radio for ten years, still had dreams of not having enough lighting to find the next song that I needed to play.
0: It was a constant constant thing i dreamed about uh i i have uh i have weird dreams about about radio um uh we're we're at a concert we're on stage and there's nobody in the crowd
1: yeah, st- yes yeah, like, it's but, all it's and, all and, from it's sort the, of the same weirdest, it all yeah. springs from the same place i'm not sure where that place is but it's dark and it's lonely <laughs> yeah.
0: so. and if you don't deserve it <laughs> who does <laughs> Now would be a time for us to do something that we started last week. It was a week ago today where a Cinderella story from our sales department came up here and eviscerated Mark in a game of rock slash pop culture trivia. Mark has been trying to regain his mojo since then. By beating up on unsuspecting listeners of the Mark and Paul Radio Program. And so I've already quizzed a listener. They are now pre-recorded right. with five questions. I was out of the studio. You were not in the studio. You have never seen these questions in advance. So you have no idea what I'm about to ask you. Whomever gets more questions correct will be declared the winner today, all right? Go for it. Question number one. Of Pink Floyd's four most popular albums, which one came out first? Animals, Dark Side of the Moon, The Wall, or Wish You Were Here? Uh, Dark Side of the Moon came out in 73. Okay. Question number two. When Jimi Hendrix moved to England, who took him in as a boarder and watched as he became famous inside of a week? Clapton, McCartney, Page, or Frampton? Wow. Clapton, McCartney, Page, or Frampton? Yeah. Who boarded Jimi Hendrix when he went to England? All right, I'm going to say Peter Frampton. Question number three. Which guy was not a member of the Traveling Wilburys? Bob Dylan, Roy Orbison, Tom Petty, or Eric Clapton? Eric Clapton. All right. Question number four. Which band has the single most sold album of all time? The Eagles, Pink Floyd, Michael Jackson, or the Beatles? Okay, would you run those by me again? Eagles? Which band has yeah. the single most sold album yeah. of all time? Eagles? Pink Floyd, Michael Jackson, or the Beatles? Eagles. Question number five. Which Beatles song was never a number one hit? Oh, boy. Okay. Ticket to Ride. All right. Hello, Goodbye. I am the Walrus or Lady Madonna. Ticket to Ride. All right. You got... I'm not going to say how many you got right. Okay. All I'm going to say is, here is how our listener fared. Question number one. Of Pink Floyd's four most popular albums, which one came out first? Was it Animals, Dark Side of the Moon, The Wall, or Wish You Were Here? Dark Side of the Moon. All right. Number two. When Jimi Hendrix moved to England, who took him in as a roommate and watched as he became famous within a week. Was it Eric Clapton, Paul McCartney, Jimmy Page, or Peter Frampton? Um, Paul McCartney. Question number three. Who was not a member of the Traveling Wilburys? Is it Bob Dylan, Roy Orbison, Tom Petty, or Eric Clapton? Tom Petty. Question number four. Which band has the single most sold album of all time? The Eagles, Pink Floyd, Michael Jackson, or the Beatles? Michael Jackson. And question number five Which Beatles song was never a number one hit? Ticket to Ride, Hello Goodbye, I Am the Walrus, or Lady Madonna? Mm. I Am the
1: Walrus.
0: So here we are.
1: Now, I have that Beatles number one CD. I don't think Ticket to Ride is on there. I Am the Walrus did that, not go number that one. That would be my
0: guess, but yeah. I think that's on that CD. That's mm. weird. All right. So I, here I, you go. Yeah. The listener got question number one. Yep. Correct. So did you. Dark Side of the Moon yes. came out first. When Jimi Hendrix moved to England, who took him in? Eric Clapton was the answer. Neither of you got it correct. Correct. Question number three Who wasn't a member of the Wilburys? You were correct. She was not. She was not. Said Tom Petty, but it was Eric Clapton. It was Eric Clapton. Question number four Which band has the most sold album of all time? It was the Eagles. All right. You got it correct. She got it incorrect. Mm -hmm. Question number five. Which was the one that went number one. You were incorrect. She was correct. She was correct. She got two out of five correct. You got three out of five correct. For a victory. Nice, but that was a tight one. Yeah, way too tight for my liking. Yeah, so you're gonna have to do it again tomorrow, aren't you? Yes,
1: absolutely. I, I figured you would. Sure. I gotta check that Beatles number one CD. I though. do too. It's yeah, because has got 27 I, songs on it. I don't think "Ticket to Ride" is on there, but I could be wrong. I don't remember "I Am the Walrus" being on there, but yeah,
0: again, I, I don't. It says never a number one hit, and again, it's on the internet, so it has to be true. I'm, I'm not gonna be able <laughs> there to. There you go. I'm not gonna. If the internet was wrong, either way, you still would have won because if you got it correct and she got it incorrect, true. You know what I mean? So in any event. Uh, there you go. Beat Mark Rock Trivia. Mark has uh, beating up on a girl today. We'll do it again oh, tomorrow. I hope you feel good about oh, yourself. Oh, it's fun. Sure. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time.
1: Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you and nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results and that's us Beachbody. it's as convenient as your tv or laptop but you need to decide that you're worth it let us help you succeed here's how go to beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great season's greetings hey dude shoes here hey dude shoes are some of the comfiest coziest shoes out there Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, Toes. Hey, dude. Good to go to.